0: Loudspeaker Studios.
1: Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. It's a good show. Big, big shoe. It's really cute.
2: Hi, I'm Kevin Walter, and you're listening to Talking trauma with Zach Bynes. Howdy, howdy. It's Trauma.
1: It's really huge. Welcome Welcome to the show. show.
3: Tromaville, and welcome to episode 22 of Talking Troma with your host, me, Zach Bynes. The show where me and a special guest find love from Ukrainian prostitutes by watching a trauma movie and paired with a non troma title for a fantasy double feature. But first, let me introduce my special guest. He is a filmmaker, the unofficial meme maker of Tromaville, an all around funny dude. Let me introduce to you. Kevin Walter.
2: Oh, Heidi Ho Zach and greetings, not from Tromaville, but from frez Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
3: the way from uh the Frez Yes, California.
1: <laughs> Through the glory
3: of the Internet Webs. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on, dude.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Uh big fan of the show and uh everything Tromaville.
3: So i i have been wanting to have you on for a while and we'll get into it in a little bit but i wanted to wait till people were actually able to watch your movie so so i'm glad that 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 the general public can but first though kevin i want to know what was your introduction into trauma movies
2: so uh, a lot like uh you and our buddies you know i uh Born in the '80s, grew up in the '90s, and uh, I was able to kind of rent trauma movies via uh, my parents letting me get R-rated movies from the the video stores. But uh, really, I kind of came about more with trauma the the older I got, going from high school into uh, my college years, when I would uh, revisit all these uh, uh, amazing trash films, the uh, John Waters and all, all the Lloyd Kaufman movies. So. I would say um uh it, it started as a child, but it's uh grown more as an adult.
3: <laughs> Do you remember what your first uh trauma movie was?
2: Oh, my first trauma movie was um uh Toxic uh 2, just like my buddy Liam
3: nice nice yeah. it's uh it's always you can always tell like the toxic toxic avenger 2 fans like it something with that movie just sticks to us
2: <laughs> yeah because um you know uh i debate back and forth with others and myself like what is my list you know cuz sometimes sis and toxie is my favorite you know sometimes the first one is my favorite but uh there's something about uh toxie 2 with him going to japan and then also all the the random cameos from people who grow on to become like big stars like uh Michael J. White and others. Um yeah, just something about Toxie too that uh always always been my favorite personally.
3: I, I like really love the fight scene like at the beginning of that movie. It just sets the whole tone. Cause like you have like the dudes with their heads that are exploding and then they start doing the moonwalk with like but they're all decapitated and then he uh crushes a midget into a basketball <laughs> <laughs> like I just love that
2: yeah that's all the you know it's definitely like the Lloyd Kaufman slapstick uh you know stuff that we like you know the yin and the yang it's you know it's a uh, action, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's some kind of you know comedy mixed mixed in with all of it. So, um, I I mentioned this in, in your introduction that I I like
3: to uh, refer to you as the unofficial meme maker of Tromaville. Chances are, <laughs> if you follow Lloyd or Troma, um, they have seen multiple memes that you've made, and they're probably some of the funnier ones out there. What what like kind of got you even just wanting to? You know, reference obscure uh, movie studio stuff like into the popular meme culture. Cause I definitely see him like flying around out there, even from outside of Tromaville. Like they gather some
2: steam, which always makes me laugh. Well, I appreciate that. And that's what I love about the internet and creating that stuff is just putting it out there. But yeah, so I want to say around 2016 ish is when I really started to reach out to uh, Tromaville. Uh, You know, I think around then, Troma Now was kind of new at the time. You know, you had uh, John Brennan and uh, the Justin Martells and all those guys in the office in and out. And um, so I saw Lloyd's Twitter and I was like, is this really this fucker? You know, I had Trey Parker's uh, quote about um, no one knows how to make a movie uh, and not make any money at it better than Lloyd Kaufman. And so I was like, are you really Lloyd Kaufman? And he's all, yes. And I'm like, really? Yes. And then from there, I just kind of fucking went nuts, you know, just wanted to like around that time make people go, ee! and so I was making memes that were like trauma mixed with whatever was kind of going on at the time on the internet. And... um and then so that, that kept kind of like snowballing. And then, you know, I my inspiration kind of comes from uh, I'm kinda, I am kind I kind of consider myself like a Harvey P car ish because, you know, I have a normal low level paying government day job. And so I, I was kind of where I was in life. I was kind of bored, not doing nothing, kind of had not really done nothing. And so the make your own damn movie and all that stuff, you know, really inspired me. And so kind of going into 2018ish, uh, they had the Return to Newcomb High Volume 2 premiere in Beverly Hills and that's when I first met Lloyd and it was like a trauma reunion of generations. You had the cast of Return to Newcomb High Volume 2. You had uh, basically a lot of people from Citizen Toxie, that's where I met uh, Trent, it's where I met Caleb. And, you know, all these guys were just really like a, a family atmosphere. And I just went fucking fanboy crazy, you know. I gave the camera to Tim mail Lizzie. I was like, take pictures of me. Woo! Woo! I ran around like a fucking idiot. But it was great. And I really learned from that experience that um, Lloyd's kind of number one thing says is the most important thing you can give someone is time. And I just, everyone was so accessible and nice. And, you know, I had no idea what the hell I was doing still to this day. And I had no script, no idea, never filmed or done nothing in my life, but I just had the make your own damn movie passion to want to make this ultimate crazy trash movie that had trauma people and whatnot. it basically, Tower Rats is kind of like my film school, you know, for myself personally. Um, so, at any rate, the seeds of wanting to make a exercise in stupidity uh, were kind of planted around 2016, you know, watching Troma Now and being inspired by the content on there and things that I was, you know, into, like the John Waters and all that crap... Uh, yeah, I was like, I I can create this. I can make my own damn movie.
0: is all over all this <laughs>
3: So tell me a little bit about tower tell tell the audience who uh who might not know what tower rats is how how do you how do you uh how do you pitch that movie the elevator pitch like what how do you describe that to somebody <laughs>
2: Tower Rats is like if you had a buddy who loved Troma films give you a fucked up mixtape that has all these sketches and skits of ludicrous, grotesque behavior that should never see the light of day and probably shouldn't make it to Troma's Edge TV. But it features Trent Haga, Lloyd Kaufman, Dolphin Man, Kabuki Man, Mercedes Amuse, and a pretty bitchin' soundtrack with music from Dylan Mars, Greenberg, John Brennan, a slew of punk bands, The Superman, TV Static, The Go-Go Killers, Tough Actin' Tenactins, and original music from Noise On Port. Really great friend and very talented musician uh, check out Sinkhole Kids uh, at his SoundCloud basically it's a big love letter to Lloyd Kaufman and the make your own damn movie way because I was heavily influenced, obviously, by *Trauma* and Cat Tranquilizer and trying to be like John Waters and feature the Tower District like he features Baltimore. And I apologize to the world that exists. Basically, this is uh, what came out of me. If you want to blame uh, someone for Dominic Schmidt in the film, uh, blame Bajarni because he's uh, who helped me cast him. Um, I was having trouble finding a divine for the film. Um... And he's like, oh, you got to check out this guy that rubbed shit on himself. So within minutes, I was on the phone with uh, Dominic, who's actually a very sweet, uh, genuine guy and actually has quite the social media presence and has a lot of famous YouTubers uh, doing videos on him. I also got to give a big shout out and thank Chizoo Lindstrom for gracing the screen of my film with Carlotta Moore. Um, He's an amazing, talented filmmaker from Finland. I totally recommend everything he's ever made. And Carlotta Moore's Con Trilogy. The contract, the consequence, and the congregation. Basically, this trash film would not exist without the amazing help and love from Jisoo Lindstrom. uh, The screen presence of Carlotta Moore. And so, from the bottom of my black little heart, I want to thank you for making my trash cinema dreams come true. (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I really like it. I like to describe Tower Rats like if John Waters and Giuseppe Andrews had a baby in Tromaville. Like that's what that's what your movie feels like to me. And it's it's disgusting and surreal and it's like video art. And there's a lot of just like really fun humor in there that uh you know not everybody's gonna love. But the people who are who get it, like definitely get it. And it's I think it's really funny. And if you're a fan of John Waters um, or Giuseppe Giuseppe Andrews, like it's definitely a movie that you need to see. Oh,
2: thank you. That's see, that's the best uh, promo uh, I could I could I could never pay for. You know, like, <laughs> I've actually watched it and whatnot, you know, uh,
3: you have a lot of fun cameos in the movie. Can you tell me about those and how you got them?
2: I could probably rant all day about everyone I want to name off here and give a shout out to because, uh, yeah, basically this coward turd, you know, wouldn't uh, wouldn't be physically, you know, in existence, if not for all the the people that basically, you know, helped and created this thing. First, I'll start with the fabulous Chizu from Finland, Uh, the fabulous Carlotta Moore. All of that was totally him uh filmed by his twisted films family i feel so bad having to read off uh everyone's name here because i would just butcher them uh without mercy and basically, yeah, this film could not be made without Carlotta Moore and Chizu. Um, the guy's a super talented director. Check out Night Satan. Probably my favorite part of the film is what they created with the cat puppet puking. And also the baker's dozen of the kitty litter poo that they put in the oven. Mmm, my only regret in life is that I couldn't taste that for real. The beginning of the film was made by Adam Peltier and Connor Lindenruth, two very super talented guys. I know they're going to blow up big one day. Look out for them. Uh, But they created the Eggman and Adam Peltier and Connor. Um, I found out about them because they had this little short thing called uh, Last Week's Weather. And I loved everything about it. I reached out to them. And this is what they created for me. And um, God bless them. Also, they have a new short out there that's uh, winning awards at festivals called Space Junk. Uh, like I said, super talented guys that love trauma. Look out for them. The Lloyd Kaufman uh, stuff was all shot on green screen by John Brennan and Dylan at the trauma office. Um, I remember telling John, um, I need Lloyd in front of a wall or something like that. And um, that's what they sent me. And I kept it exactly as it is because it's fucking hilarious. Um, Doug Sackman as Kabuki Man, um, him and John as Dolphin Man also shot that stuff for me. Um, Like I said, this was around the time when they were working in the trauma office there. And uh, God, I, I just really lucked out and so blessed to uh, have him in it. Tyler Gallant, who played the soap opera hunk, who's a very talented and up-and-coming uh, actor, who I met because of a local connection with a horror director, Michael S. Rodriguez... So at any rate, I really filmed that at an Airbnb uh, full Tim Metal Lizzie and I stayed at the night before the Return to Return to Newcomb High screening. Uh, and apparently it was supposed to be haunted by Hollywood Elite. The Naked Couple in the Woods was filmed by LaDonna Allison and Bill Pacer, who I got to know because of a connection from The Nobodies by Jay Burleson. And then that's also how I met up and got to know Bart Hyatt and Jason Odie. Who filmed all the trailer park, the Dick and Lala, and the news reporter scenes, the eye on the tower. All of that was kind of loosely written by us and uh, improv, filmed by Bart's wife, Jackie. Which was chopped up, spliced, edited together in a very William S. Burroughs, Naked Lunch trauma style. Speaking of trauma style, the lovely Mercedes, the Muse, and Moses, all their stuff was filmed by them. Uh, The alleyway scene was kind of loosely written by me. But the sheer talent of this gruesome twosome just shines through their scene. And that's why I totally consider myself a hack. And don't deserve the title, director. Another scene that is near and dear to my heart is the pool pot pie chicken pot pie scene from the fellows who made Yeti, a gay love story. It was based off a restaurant staple in the Tower District, the chicken pot pie shop that actually uh, closed down And uh, the Tower District hasn't recovered from it. All the really cool gore and zombie footage comes from Craig J. McIntyre's short film, The Nutcase, Uh, L.A. Maniac. So apologies if I forgive you in this obscure, stupid rant about everyone that's been in my film. From the bottom of my black little heart, I thank you Dwayne Mendez, Steeler, The Whiplash Maniac, Double Dementia, Wigwolf slash TV, Jeremy Madlock, Clarence Diamond, Josef Concepciona, Mighty Dean, Toxie76, Greg Delisio, and also, once again, Yakov Levi and Jeffrey Scott McCullough, Because it is actually his painting who Picasso, the penis painter, is drawing.
3: Well, and that's another cool thing about the movie is that you didn't make excuses for not having all the stars align. You're like, oh, if only all my cast was in the same area. (laughs) Or if only I had this. Um, Like you have like uh, you have like John Brennan in New York. Uh, film something with Sergeant Kabuki man. And then you had Mercedes the muse film something in San Francisco and you had Liam uh, Regan film something from the UK. Like you have filmmakers from all over the world contributing to, you know, your, your grand idea of tower rats, which I love the title by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
2: What a scam artist I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and, and Tower rats, by the way. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I, wanted to rip off pink flamingos so i'm like well that's an animal i got to have a animal name in this of some sort but uh but tower rats means a, a little something to to frez yes here because the the tower district is actually kind of like our little uh castro san francisco artsy uh lgbtq uh area and um when i was growing up uh the tower rats were actually like gutter punk uh, homeless youth that you know the ones that really had the the dirt in their nails that uh, lived down there and so originally my idea was kind of to you know make something like that but uh kind of like you said earlier and i agree with i was just like ah, you know make your own damn movie i'll i'll figure it out we'll we'll go through we'll bust through make something
3: <laughs> no but i i i love that like like you gave some people like some sort of outline to go with or you just let them run free and you wor- made it all work together really well, where it wasn't until talking to you that you told me like you gave very little direction, which says a lot for how you how you got it to
2: work in the editing. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, crusty Clown. <clears throat> Krusty the Clown, like, you know, what was I on? But, uh, yeah, or I should say uh, Lloyd Kaufman, who always says he's uh, high on cat cat tranquilizer.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, basically, from about 2015, 2016 till about now, I was, uh, in a sense, randomly editing the thing and creating it with all these people. And, um, uh,
1: well, I and- think... <laughs> well
3: I I think it should be, be noted also that that like Trent Haga's in in the movie and he's like not just like a small small walk on role like he is kind of a reoccurring character throughout the whole film.
2: Yeah, uh I can't say enough good things about Trent Haga. He not as only is he a really sweet nice person and loves us trauma fans, but he's everything I want to be like an actual professional and stuff and um yeah i was i met him when i went to the newcomb high show and uh because of my fortunate friendship with uh peter litvin hectic knife um i was able to you know have them film together and you know create uh oh yeah funny quick side story i guess uh in tower Rats, yeah he calls me kevin walker's which is actually, it might've been an indirect uh, thing I did because when I really, I wrote a scene for him and I accidentally misspelled his name and I didn't mean to do that, but when they filmed it, they, you know, were making fun of me about it. And I think it's like absolutely hilarious (laughs) because, you know, that's that's just something you can't, uh, you know, predict or make maybe sometimes, you know?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Walker's Tower Rat. (laughs) It's on Troma now, so I highly, highly recommend people, like, go seek it out um, if you have that. And I I bought, like, a really cool DVD from you. Um, Like, the artwork that you did on it is awesome. Uh, It's a really cool poster. So uh, people should pick it up. And you also told me that you wanted to talk about this, that you inadvertently uh broke the first rule of Lloyd's uh production um while making tower rats and it wasn't when uh when Dominic puts a knife in his butt
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I should I should have first said that I didn't write anything for Dominic <laughs> no but uh uh yes thank you for bringing that up good point so uh when I'm dancing around the, uh, tower district, uh, in my scene, I, uh, yeah, I spin around a light pole. And if you listen, you can hear the popping of uh, my foot. And I fractured a bone in my foot two weeks before Tin metal, Lizzie and I were supposed to go to Vegas. I still went to Vegas on a walking boot, high on cat tranquilizer. And, uh, <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I, I I joke and always say, you know, uh, you know, do you break the first rule of trauma production if it's you, the director, doing it? You know,
3: <laughs> I I mean, it sounds like kind of a freak accident, but you still carry on the scene. Like I when I was rewatching uh, Tower Rats for this, like and you told me where where it happens, like I keep watching and you can see the little bit of oh shit on your face and you, and then you go up and you harass all the people in the market with your sex piss t-shirt on and <laughs> yeah. like like unless you know like it's like you carried on the scene all the way through <laughs> had what, what happened when uh, you yelled cut after that
2: did you like like oh i need to go to the doctor right now as <laughs> uh, uh you know it must have been all the adrenaline or cat tranquilizer in me but uh <laughs> but honestly we went and filmed a little more and not until you know i got home, later in that night i was like icing in my foot but really not until the next day when i saw it like balloon up all purple was i kind of like oh
1: shit <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's awesome and there and there's also uh you have a producer and and uh, and he's in the movie, which will kind of lead into our main topic. But you have Yakov Levy uh, producing Tower Rats, and he's in it as well. Talk about that a little bit.
2: Yakov, do you say Levy or Levi?
3: I say I say uh, Yakov Levy because I was watching the introduction that he does with Lloyd, and and Lloyd says Yakov Levy right next to him, and doesn't get corrected.
2: So. Yeah, because it, it, is it is it trauma or? Traumato kind of thing, but, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but yeah, Yakov is really cool. Um, I met him well via the internet, kind of like mostly everyone, but, um, yeah, I discovered his films kind of basically, you know, I'm sure you could imagine my search bar is Troma and John Waters. So that mixes together. You're going to find out about Yakov Levy, the, the, the John Waters of the Ukraine on his old website yeah Uh, and so yeah basically i searched him out uh really personal guy we became friends and uh i watched his films and uh kind of like with a lot of people on the film you know uh since i had no script or had no idea what i was doing i'd be like hey you got some old stuff you can send me (laughs) and uh sure enough yakov uh he a lot of the I don't know if you remember the some of the news reporter footage uh there's a the world with the arms and the army men it's kind of like uh stop motion stuff really old film he made uh that he gave me but mainly because Yakov's such a good friend you know I was like you're an executive producer damn it awesome <laughs> <laughs>
3: well I I think on, on that we should dive into shameless tasteless and the films of yakov levy so so you met yakov um uh via the internet but i i have a clip i want to play real quick of uh lloyd talking about um on how he found Yaakov.
0: i uh was in slovenia slovenia is a, a small country uh i was invited there and there were these uh, crazy croatian boys who were making their own damn movie and they gave me a small part in that movie and they kept talking all day while we were shooting this film in Slovenia. They uh, every, they kept talking about Jakov Levy. You got to see these movies. You have got to see Yaakov Levy. So two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. I am dragged to an outdoor, uh, like a drive-in movie. It was like a drive-in. I I was there. And and uh, and hear these unbelievably great films.
3: Well, and so so my first introduction to uh, Yaakov was. My film, The Misled Romance of Cannibal Girl and Incest Boy, was playing at um, the Troma Dance Film Festival in Park City, and that, that was basically like if my my version my thoughts of if john waters and troma made a movie together so to see that there was another john waters esque uh filmmaker playing the same night as my movie i was definitely intrigued especially because you know he's billed as the john waters from the ukraine and uh I, I say, let's dedicate this episode to all those uh, fine folks in the Ukraine and uh, Baba Allah, their patron saint of the Ukraine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the divine
3: of the Ukraine. Exactly. But yeah, like I saw it and his movies are so fucking dirty, just like a John Waters film. And like, I just, I just loved um just loved, you know, his, his aesthetic and his casting. Cause his casting doesn't feel like actors. They feel like people he just pulled from the streets and like, it, it just was so awesome. So me and Richard, we reached out to him on the, MySpace uh back in the day. And uh, we wanted to use a clip of shameless for this uh, short film we we're making called Jack to the max, which is our talking <laughs> penis movie. And, uh, and we wanted the the young gentleman uh, to uh, be watching Shameless on TV as he's uh, as he's given the old rub and tug um, to his talking penis, and then eventually that movie ended up on the trauma release of Shameless Tasteless. Um, and we I think we, we uh, said it was like a documentary about Yaakov Levy, but really we just put that subtitle on so um, they would put it on the DVD, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, if you have that DVD, check it out because it's. Uh, I think it's pretty funny. I play uh, Justin Wilson, you know that Cajun cook on PBS, who's like, I guarantee this is the best meal you ever have. I play him, but with a lot of cum on his face. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and then so and Jakob also um, he does comic books. You you have uh, some of his comics as well.
2: Yeah. So when I. Uh... Yeah, first got to know Yakov and got to know him a little more. Besides his films, at the time, he was kind of, you know, uh, at the the cusp, uh, barely starting his horror comics. um, Yeah. Which basically, yeah, yeah. Baba is kind of like the... uh, The Crypt Keeper. Yes, yeah. And... um, The title's uh,
3: funny, too, of the comics. Tales from the Horror House of Horror.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, he is, you know, you, you could rag on maybe the uh, low budget or the lowbrow stuff, but Yakov is a genius with comedic timing. And oh, yeah. Really, really good writer. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he and and he can spin a pun with the best of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, he's fun
2: with the puns.
3: Yeah. Um. Well, so when I was talking to you about getting you on the show, um, I had. You know, I asked you, what would you want to talk about movie-wise? And, um, the like, the first thing you said was Yakov Levy. Like, what made you, out of Troma's whole library, what made you want
2: to pick Yakov Levy? Well, I think maybe because uh, kind of what we've been chatting about, you know, my John Waters obsession and, uh, you know, Yakov being kind of billed as the the low-budget Troma Ukraine uh uh eastern european whatever you want to slap on him, you know, John Waters and um being a good friend of him and basically he you know has helped me a ton with my tower turd and and everything. Um I think it was only uh right to be like uh to to homage uh Baba. <laughs>
3: and I was super excited that that you even mentioned Yakov Levy because I'm always promoting his stuff and i think his the shameless tasteless dvd is one of the coolest dvd packaging that troma's ever done um, mm-hmm. and it's like i'm just so happy that he's uh here in the in tromaville and that we that we could talk about him because you know I I do get a lot of like like oh I want to talk about Troma's war, Sergeant Kabuki Man. And it's like, well, everybody wants to talk about those, but I appreciate you grabbing one of my favorite filmmakers in the Troma, um, you know, the whole Troma universe to talk about. I'm super excited. And and I think on that, um I, I have a clip I want to play of Lloyd talking to, before we can really go into his movies, Lloyd talking to Yaakov on uh, films that inspired
4: him.
0: How did you get involved in, uh, in the artwork and the art of film?
4: Basically, uh, a lot of my friends were filmmakers. Like they would, at the time of university, they were all going to film school. And uh, I thought that was the coolest thing that anyone I knew was doing. So I just kind of imitated and jumped along. I watched the movies they were watching so I could talk the talk. And uh, it was the only thing that made sense because I hate life and I hate the world. But when you make a movie, you create your own world. You create your own reality. You are God, because there is no God. So someone's got to do it. Are there films, Jakob Levy, that inspire you, that make, that move you? Okay. Well, John Waters' Pink Flamingos. And you can see uh, Baba Allah is definitely a homage to divine. Um, he was the first guy. It was the first time I ever saw a non-Hollywood movie. Really, like it wasn't slick. It was sloppy. It was obscene. And I realized, wow, it's all. A, if you can just have shock value and some sick humor, uh, everything else is forgiven. Another inspiration, and I'm not just saying this, but uh, trauma, because trauma movies are very. What do you say? Like transparent. The film process is very visual in the film. And Lloyd gives a lot of how-to, behind-the-scenes, commentaries, and hearing about it, it sounds like, you know, he's a renegade, guerrilla filmmaker, and I understand that, you know, it is a struggle. Like, I was afraid, I was afraid, oh, making a movie might be a struggle, it might be a war zone, I don't know if I can do it, but I heard Lloyd doing it, because every movie Lloyd does is, is a war zone and uh, it's a miracle when they get finished. I
3: was like, well, well into that, I think we should dive into Shameless Tasteless and the films of Yaakov Levy. The first film up is Shameless.
1: <laughs>
3: Would you kiss
1: these lips? <laughs> Would you fuck this ass? <gasps> Would you lick this pussy?
4: <laughs>
2: Meets Baba Allah the former Soviet Union's oldest working prostitute. She slept with communist leaders,
1: czars, Cossacks, Mongols.
0: Now she can be yours for only one dollar at yakovlevy.com. <laughs> Alright,
3: shameless. This is, uh, this is... Uh, if if you're only gonna watch two Yakov Levy movies, it's gonna be Shameless and Tasteless. And um, I I will say that all of his films are short. Some of them are shorter than the others, but um, you know the Shameless is about like ten minutes long, but it doesn't feel like that. Um, but it's pretty gross. <laughs> what what was um was this one of the first
2: of um Yakov's movies that you've seen? Yes, Shameless was the first, and definitely the opening shots with the sex bomb miniskirt and uh, the the intro song. You know, had me hooked right away. Yeah, I well, I think we got to describe what Baba Allah looks like
3: for for everybody listening. Uh, Why why don't Why don't you do the honors? Does, Does how would you describe Baba Allah?
2: Almost is as if if Edith Massey and Divine had some kind of aborted child that grew up into a woman or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's almost exactly what I was going to say too. She grew up to be an old babushka lady. <laughs> like that is, that is uh Baba Allah. Yeah. So shameless starts out with, uh, she's like dancing in this like tight mini skirt that says sex bomb, like right on her crotch. And, uh, and, she uh and we see her son shooting up and he's mad because he doesn't want <laughs> Baba Allah to go whor- go whoring. Yeah, she's Mom, like
2: please don't go whoring today. <laughs>
3: and then she's like, Come on, I'm only 17. <laughs> and so she's like out by this dumpster, and she's just like like flirting with everybody who's walking past, and like some of Yakov's great lines come across here. Um I'm an entertainment center, fun for the whole family.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But before the before those scenes, some of the stuff I I really like is um, uh, the sun just like steps on a turd, and a large, loud fart sound goes off. Yeah, and then then every time uh, Baba is walking, uh, the the coconut riding horse sound. Yeah,
3: it's like clip clop of horse hooves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. very like uh, Monty Python
3: you know yeah and and she's like you know her lipstick is very like like unevenly put on her face and she doesn't doesn't have any teeth
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah she says like come on i'm 17 i need to get to college
3: (laughs) (laughs) and so uh you know she's flirting with all these people outside Mm -hmm. and which is a wonderful montage of just people getting disgusted and uh three boys find her and uh they they dare they dare each other to do certain things for money uh the f- the first is uh is they dare one boy gets dared to uh to give her a kiss uh for 20 bucks or for 5 bucks and then the next one for a little bit more money um he's dared to uh <laughs> to eat her <laughs> pussy and when, when he dares that like uh baba allah just pulls out a bloody maxi pad <laughs> and, and just starts making kissy faces at him so he goes and does it <laughs> and then the last guy um he's paid to go uh do her in the butt but he says that he wants twenty dollars and his friends are like okay but no condom
2: <laughs> yeah i like in uh there's a shot of after the uh the guy that licks the uh, vaginal area, and he's got like a uh, uh, cigarettes and fish and like trash <laughs> in his mouth on a good yeah. zoom. And uh, I, fr- I, I think uh, Baba says uh, a good line that uh, my son is part of the Ukrainian workforce. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think Baba Allah is on the front lines defending <laughs> against the Russians? <laughs> she might be. I <laughs> mean,
1: I'm
2: still to this day. I, <laughs> I've honestly been interested, like, where is Baba today? Kind of like where I... the world is Carmen San Diego. Where is Baba? <laughs> she
3: in it, but instead of uh instead of like stealing the Statue of Liberty, Baba Allah has stolen my heart.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's stolen my chickens from my coop.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so the dude has has uh anal sex with Baba Allen. He gets covered <laughs> in in shit and then you know they all get they all exchange money and they're laughing with each other and they say whores will do anything for money. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, who really is the whore? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> um
2: See, always a trauma movie with a social uh some type of social context or a saying at the end
3: yeah and so um so with this movie um like he this isn't baba allah's first time working with him um he worked with baba allah in the matryoshka dolls of doom which we'll get into that uh, a little later um but uh baba allah um was in a mental hospital um when they were filming this Movie, So he uh, went in and got her released from the mental hospital to act in this film. I have a clip I'm going to play of Yakov talking about uh, getting Baba Allah out of the mental hospital.
4: And at the time of this making of this movie, she was uh, in a mental hospital, actually suffering some sort of depression. I went and told the nurses I need her for a movie. And I assure you, nurse, it'll make her feel better to be out and doing something positive. And they needed her daughter's signature. I told them I'm making a movie where she plays a teenager in a park picking up boys. That's what I told them. They thought it was funny. I said she gets banged on the head and she thinks she's 17 and hitting on guys in the park. That's all I told them. So she's actually on leave at this moment. She's on leave for two days (laughs) from a mental house. And I basically, I'm sure I made her much more psychologically sound after being in this film. I probably did more than all the psychiatrists combined could do.
3: And then... Um, this is also uh shameless was a reaction to another film. We'll talk about later. Vanity and sanity. Um, Yakov just wanted to make something just really trashy. And I say uh, he succeeded.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> and, and then we close out the film though with her son and he's now a prostitute and, <laughs> and he is sucking off the three boys and he's made enough money where Baba Alla can now retire by the sea, and uh, she is in a bikini, rolling around in the surf on what looks like kind of a cold day on the Ukrainian beach.
2: I think that's some of Yakov's best shots: is Baba on the beach, and then uh, the sun suck- sucking off uh, everyone. And it kind of reminds me of The Shining with the uh, that famous uh, with the shot. bear. yeah yeah in the bedroom with the bear and everything
3: (laughs) and 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 a little bit of like three stooges how the three boys peek their head around the door (laughs) but i but i like what i really like about that shot is like like it's funny and you get the joke but he holds on everybody's face for like maybe like a half a second longer than I personally would have as a filmmaker to where mm-hmm. they all look deranged and creepy <laughs> where, where it's like, are, are they going to murder somebody? In yeah. This house?
1: Mama. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, I love that one. And then Bat Baba just dancing on the beach and squirting suntan lotion all over her face and boobs and everything <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: I- Every time I watch uh, Shameless, Tasteless, the DVD, uh, I have that Baba song stuck in my head for probably
3: a few Sexy days. Sexy Baba <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Baba.
3: <laughs> well, then the next film on our list is Tasteless. <laughs>
0: Мне срочно нужно
2: подра####ться. Хорошо.
1: кое Что для тебя есть? Да 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 да. Нет. Только не ты.
2: Babushka.
3: All right so one of the boys from um from Tasteless uh are from Shameless he's back in Tasteless and he's jerking off at the very <laughs> beginning to to playing cards to porn magazines to coffee cups with uh topless ladies on there so <laughs> um yeah he's he's there and and then he sees a number to call Call for an escort. So he calls, but who should who should show up? <laughs> but, but the lovely Baba
2: Allah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love all that opening stuff, you know. Um I I like how it's really kind of like over over dramatic and attic. Uh Acted, you know, he's like ooh, 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 you know? yeah. Who Jesus like who? comes like that? Yeah. <laughs> he's
3: uh, he's definitely giving its go to to drink it off to a coffee mug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when Baba shows up, the fisheye peephole shot. Uh, I love it.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: and he's like,
3: oh shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he he tries calling back. Um, the escort service uh but but they uh they they don't want to take her back they kind of <laughs> make make him keep her and then uh and then um
2: they, I almost feel like that actor that played the pimp guy might have really been like a pimp boss. Almost,
3: he look he looks like <laughs> and like and so like the pimp guy has like all these like like you know semi attractive young ladies hanging on him. Like it definitely in comparison to Baba, they're very attractive. But uh, <laughs> you you know they're they're what do they call it a Ukrainian seven? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they're they're you know they're all pretty attractive ladies hanging out um on this pimp guy's arm and uh and so so he's like all right well we'll pick her up but it's gonna be a be a while so uh the boy reluctantly allows uh baba allah to stay and hang out with him in his apartment and uh she recognizes him and uh he was like well, i just want you to know that last time that we had sex that was on a dare <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i um I love the shot too of uh the stink bug on the toilet cleaner when yeah. I'm cleaning my uh pussy for you.
3: Yeah, and, and Baba Allah's like scrubbing her puss with a toilet brush.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then uh and then she goes and beats up the boy with her boobs and shoots milk at him. And this is like the only topless uh uh Baba Allah moment in the film. <laughs> no, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, or
3: in any of them, really. Yeah, and for how sexual a lot of his movies are, there's not a lot of nudity in in them,
2: which is kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, and that kind of, I think that's why I like Dockoff's films and the John Waters influence too, is because uh, their sex or nudity in movies is like really comical and over the top. It's more and...
3: of a parody of it. It's not
2: really trying to titillate anybody. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's what I always liked uh, in cinema is uh, the kind of like the the sexy box. Uh, is that on Troma now? Now with yeah, uh, all the sexy uh, comedies. Troma direct. Um, the waitress, my favorite of them all. That's
3: such a good good one. I just got a really cool VHS of uh, waitress, like a super early one. But at any rate. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But so the, the boy is just trying to ignore the whole, whole time. And this part, like actually kind of gets to me. Baba's like, you're hurting my feelings. And it's like, (laughs) I'm like, oh man, don't fucking hurt Baba, all his feelings. Because like, like, it's still like your grandma (laughs) when you're, (laughs) when you, when you see her. (laughs) So she asks if, if he wants to dance with her, and, and he <laughs>
2: reluctantly agrees to dance. <laughs> and there, there's fart sounds, of course. That's what I like about Yakov is, yeah, he puts in the fart sounds where they shouldn't be.
3: Yeah, there's so many.
2: <laughs> and then while they're dancing.
3: The baby falls out. <laughs> yeah, baby falls out, and is dangling by uh, umbilical cord, and she's, like, kicking it <laughs> while dancing.
2: Mind your own business, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then, and uh, according to uh, the commentary, Yaakov says that um, that his wife kept having to stuff the umbilical cord in Baba Allah's underpants. <laughs> <during> that. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> so he's
3: like, other than Baba's gynecologist, my wife is the only other one who <laughs> is. <It was laughs> so the boy, uh the the boy saves the baby from getting kicked to death and uh baba leaves and then the the boy is uh stuck with the baby so he then has to raise the baby and and uh, he he grows up it grows up uh uh to be a prostitute
2: <laughs> yeah I, I i like um baba is like keep it it's yours yeah or no, the pimp says that
3: well, and and so there's an alternate ending to the movie, which I actually like a little bit better than um the ending that he picked. So, it cuts back to Shameless, um, with him having sex with uh, Baba Allah, and then and then he's like, "But I only had anal sex with her. But maybe, maybe I I slipped in. It was all wet, so I couldn't tell. And then like." <laughs> Like, it turns out that the baby's actually his from before, which I thought was. And then the rest of the ending is the same. Um, but uh, he didn't. <laughs> For some reason, he didn't keep it. But I, I really like that alternate ending in there. <laughs> and then I guess he tried to get more of the boys from the first one. Um mm-hmm but most of the cast didn't want to return because they didn't actually want to have to touch Baba Allah and uh, they threatened to beat the shit out of Yakov. So, uh, so uh, they didn't, they didn't show up, but I think, I think what we got was probably a,
2: a better, a better movie. Yeah, because um, a little tidbit here is uh tasteless also had a different script than the final film shows. There were several characters in it and it was about a double date, two guys and two girls, one of the girls is young and hot, and the other is her misfit cousin, Baba. During filming, the guys could not bring themselves to do romance scenes with Baba and stormed off the set. They still demanded that I pay them for a day of filming and threatened me with violence. I told them that I forwarded photos of their IDs to the Canadian Embassy in Kiev, and in case anything bad happened to me, they would be the first suspects.
3: No, but yeah, so I guess that's where the guys would have showed up would have been like with this double date
1: <laughs> <laughs> <can knock> off. <laughs>
3: uh, although man I I w- I wish I wish he did also made the double date movie because that's pretty funny <laughs> can, can you picture like like a double date like at a restaurant and then Baba Allah showing up in a fancy restaurant like on this double date
2: yeah see that that's that's what I love about the the genius of him finding baba and like uh it it you know i i love the movies for what they were but like really like what you just said like it could have been you know a whole like series or something you know yeah
3: <laughs> well i think we should move to the next film the matryosh uh- the matryoshka dolls of doom So in this one, uh, three girls arrive in a small town in a van. Um, and they arrive at a private beach, um, and they're like, Well, there's no boys, but there's cheap rooms. Um, and they show up to this hotel and they're like, Okay, well, if the owner looks like a killer, we'll leave. And then who is the owner but Baba Allah? <laughs> and so, and and this is uh the the first time. Uh, that Baba Allah' is in Yakov's movies, but we're just kind of going in order on how he arranged him on on his DVD, how he mm-hmm. intended everyone to watch him. So but this is the first time that he's ever worked with Baba Allah and uh she's she shows up and she has two teeth in this movie instead of the no teeth is in shameless
2: tasteless the production value is much higher.
3: <laughs> yeah. They, the, the, the CG, the CGI tooth budget was uh, insane. <laughs> and she shows up wearing like traditional babushka garb. And, uh, but she wasn't supposed to be the original, original babushka in the movie. The original one broke her arm. Um And I actually have a clip I'll play right now of Yakov meeting uh Baba.
4: And I was so nuts. I would never do this normally. I'm pretty shy. I walked around the downtown street of Simferopol, grabbing girls on the street. Would he he like to be in a movie? And the synagogue was in the center of town here again, and another rabbi naively let me use it. And uh, again, a great location. I always use synagogues. There's always one near the center. They've got empty space a lot, and they're not always being used. So I took girls in there, and it was just depressing as hell, just grabbing people off the street, people who couldn't act. People who also, of course, said, No, what are you making porno? Um, while doing this, I was kind of ga- grabbing attention because I had crowds of girls I was yelling at and begging, and my translator was speaking. And an old beggar happened to notice this and came over asking me for a few pennies. Meet Baba Allah. I looked at her right away. I said, Can you act? She goes, Well, I did when I was 18. I dragged her to the synagogue, and now there's no audition reel. I'll tell you why there's no audition reel. She did this laugh. Uh, that's all I when I saw her I said can you do a crazy evil witch laugh that was the addition and I saw her do the laugh me and Ani and I translated it later we fell off our seats and she was in so there's the story of how I met Baba Allah street beggar out of nowhere comes up to me and um, she's in and uh, blessing she's what made my career also she uh, lived sadly enough with a, in a one room with a 90 year old mom um, a daughter and a grandson in a tiny room, bed to bed, touching. And next to a chicken factory, the area was full of flies and fly paper. Poor lady, you know, I mean, I hope she used the $150 I gave her wisely. Um, but she was very happy, and she also ate all the food. You know those pierogies the girls are eating? I had to slap Baba Allah's hand so many times. Every time I looked away, Baba Allah was stealing one of those pierogies. If you watch closely, the, the pile does get smaller at a couple of points. That, that lady um also she couldn't seem to follow rules i screamed at the top of my lungs and told her she could go to hell and cursed her and she was just laughing smile more she was an angel she she was indifferent to my madness so in a sense she's more sane than me
3: all right so the girls are all in this house with baba and it's filled with all these matryoshka dolls they they keep baba all a la company uh when she's there and uh, she's lonely and uh and uh they're like okay she's creepy and then there's just like this slow slow zoom into uh to some of these matryoshka dolls and they scream <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they want to go to the to the beach uh but um baba just keeps offering them sweaters and food um she's she's like you girls need some good pierogies and you you're just skin and
1: bone <laughs>
3: You hear like some of these dolls like threatening to uh, tell on Baba to these girls (laughs) and Baba threatens to uh, get the black paint. So she paints over the Matryoshka um, dolls with black and the girls, they go to the beach and they come running back in. And Baba says she's getting some groceries and uh, the girls hear somebody um, calling for help. And it's a boy Matryoshka dolls. (laughs) some some (laughs) male ones and the big doll uh, he warns that baba is a witch and um and the smaller of the dolls they just they just hit on the girls um because they uh because they were stuck inside so they can't see what was going on out there the whole time so they just see uh three pretty girls that they want to flirt with but they're all matryoshka dolls
1: (laughs)
2: by the way Yeah, I, I like how the whoriest, the sluttiest man one has, like, uh, doesn't he have, like, a kind of a pimp gold necklace? Yeah. They got a woody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it,
3: it, so it's funny, so, like, the girls are kind of into it, like all the guys, the guy <laughs> dolls want to get it on. And so they so the girls all start making out and dancing with the dolls and they have they actually have sex with the Matrushka dolls, which, I, you know, I wish it was a little more graphic than it was just because it would have sent it over the top even funnier. But it's still pretty fu- funny just seeing like. You know, then
2: making out with these matryoshka dolls. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't this? It, it's almost like a original Team America, USA.
3: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I guess originally, um, all the girls uh, were nervous about it. You know, getting too spicy because uh, they were like, "Oh, is this gonna be be a porn?" So uh, they didn't. They the girls decided not to be as spicy with it as uh, as he wanted. So. It is what it is, and we've all been there as filmmakers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, Yakov, he always wants things very spicy.
3: I'm, yeah, I could, I could picture that in all of his movies. <laughs> if you could, if, like, let's just turn this up a notch if we can.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. And so then all of the the dolls are naked, and uh, Baba <laughs> Baba returns, which is funny. So they they Yakov paid somebody to paint these dongs on these matrushka dolls <laughs> and uh and so baba returns and they make pierogies and uh the girls want to leave but uh baba wants them to eat and i i gotta say those i pierogies look pretty damn tasty
2: you're talking about the bread right yeah uh, yeah yeah when uh baba's cooking that i'm like damn <laughs> i'd eat that too yeah it looks pretty good <laughs> <laughs> all the outtakes of baba's laughing in that segment. (laughs) Oh my God. That's, it's like 10 minutes of Baba (laughs) laughing.
1: and It's
3: so good. And it's just like an evil cackle. It's so good. Yeah. So (laughs) Baba convinces the girls to eat one and they're like, we'll finish them on the road. Um, But as they're, they're eating one girl tries to leave, but her head turns into a giant wooden Matrushka doll face. (laughs) And
1: and (laughs) it's like, (laughs)
3: <laughs> i know I, w- I wish i knew where like those props were of like the matryoshka doll faces they're so funny because they're like life-size they're like oh no <laughs> and uh and so they you know they they all start to shrink down and then baba's like super long cackle and all the other girls start changing and um they at the end they they all turn into dolls and they're all mad at the male dolls and uh they uh they all call it off in the mail. Dolls are like, doesn't matter. We're all uh, we're all banging the Romanov sisters anyways. Yeah. And they <laughs> <that's> who, <laughs> like the Romanov Matryoshka dolls.
2: Yeah, I I love the anything Romanov reference. I love the uh, the Romanov uh, reference at the end there.
3: I that the Romanov reference was so una- like <laughs> the movie. The movie feels like. Like, it's almost in another world or something. Well, technically,
2: uh, uh, all that stuff, Yakov said we were in Crimea, which is technically part of Ukraine then at that time when they filmed it. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. How much the world has changed since he made that movie? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: I'm maybe. like, damn! I
2: knocked off and gave me a history lesson. <laughs>
3: maybe, maybe it was the curse of Baba Allah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, all her cackle. Like, I've been meaning to take all her laughs and like turn them into like text messages or uh, you know little ringtones and stuff.
3: What? So this one is very different than um, Shameless and Tasteless um i know those two like both of us are huge john waters nerds so like that hits like our john Waters sweet spot but what did you think of the matryoshka dolls of doom
2: uh you know i should have ranked i feel bad i should have ranked them in order here but honestly uh you know I, i would put it in the middle you know if i was to uh rank it right now um um I I like the story
3: of this one. I like like I thought it was like a cool it it worked because you know it's another side of the world I'm not used to seeing every day. So like you know seeing Baba Allah as the babushka witch turning these girls into um Matrushka dolls, I thought it was a really cool idea and and then just throw it with the yakov like sense of trashiness like it just worked i thought i thought it was pretty funny
2: shameless and tasteless yeah is yakov's obviously uh you know magnum opus of uh his trash films and this one is kind of like has a feel of like a twilight zone horror kind of like yeah thing. um but yeah with with the same, you know, his cast and crew of Baba and stuff, like his uh his James Gunn of uh people in it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I it's I I liked him quite a bit. And the Twilight Zone is definitely if there was a trashy Ukrainian Twilight Zone TV show this would have been the pilot (laughs) All right, let's move on to the the next so the next uh, I'm gonna love them all together uh, the Penicella series
1: move over girls cause cock
2: is
0: the new pussy bouncy boing swing shaky my dick is so much fun
1: My balls are so strong.
0: I look great in a bikini. When I go to the beach, everyone stares. It must be my great tan.
1: I'm also an artist. I waxed my pubic hair and made a candle from the wax. Aren't I creative?
0: I've got the Swiss Army Knight of penises. Oh, yeah. Touch it. Touch it. Oh,
1: yeah. Ooh, lick it. Ooh. A little to the left. Mm, yeah. Hey, no biting. Was it good for you? It sure was good for me.
3: <laughs> so these are pretty funny. Uh, there's, There's about four of them. And it's about a woman with a gigantic cock and balls looking for love and companionship while flaunting her massive genitalia. And then uh, she eventually meets her true love, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I just love how they're like, um, oh God, what what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a, a late night commercial. What would they call those?
3: Oh, like an infomercial?
2: Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm a chick with a dick, you know. it's <laughs> like how it starts out.
3: Like to call like call this one nine hundred number. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and not intimidated by my size. Are you a man enough to handle the full package? <laughs> <laughs> and and I like that
3: it looks like like something from like a guar costume. <laughs> like it's just super over-exaggerated
2: <laughs> and like um it, it appears a few times in the other ones but like in the first one they have the the dinkerbell the cock fairy at oh the man end. dinkerbell
3: is such a funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: Yakov is really good with the the, the 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 lingo and the literature and the puns and everything
3: and And apparently, like these were made all gorilla style. um, no script just gags, just ideas for gags. um, but they're like they're just solidly like, you know, funny. And maybe all four of them together is like fifteen minutes at the most. but mm-hmm. they're they're just super funny,
2: no, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh...
3: well, and real quick, I have a a clip I want to play. Hold on. Um, of Yakov talking about um, Lloyd and uh, his influences with Troma, because there is a Troma reference in uh, one of the Penicellas.
4: I thank Troma in this movie because when she's online looking for a date, I use the Troma logo as a fake ad on the website for dating. So thank you, Troma. I was so happy. so happy. It was my first real association with Troma. Little did I know how bad things would get. <laughs> Yes, it's a big step up in my, I mean down in my career. <laughs> no. Trauma's taking my films, it's a big step in my career. I don't know if it's a step up, but it's a step, and that's what matters. Um. Oh, but anyway here, I was uh, proud of that. You know, I'm, I've been a fan of Trauma since uh, since uh, I first turned to look at the B-movies. You know, since I, uh, Trauma inspired me to make movies. I saw what they could get away with, and it made me think, fuck, I can get away with anything too then. It's true, you know, by, by being so unpretentious and being so transparent, through their filmmaking process, it takes a lot of pressure off a person. I realized, wow, I can make a film full of sloppiness and mistakes, and uh, no offense, Lloyd, and just whatever you, know, whatever you can come up with, and, uh... and Lloyd also is really helping you see the inside workings, and seeing him scream made me feel like, wow, I, I, I kind of use his directorial method sometimes. So uh, I felt a bit of camaraderie sometimes seeing what Lloyd puts up with. And he's, of course, on a huge scale compared to me but he does put up with some of the same crap. So I realized that crap never ends, dudes. The budget might get bigger, but you'll always, movies, a movie is trying to control the world. You're trying to create an environment that doesn't exist except in your imagination. And you can pour money into it, but there'll always be something, there'll always be some problem, some loose cannon in the production. So, uh, and the problems never end. So uh, you know, I, I thought Lloyd Coffin's movies went smoothly until I read his book and watched his documentaries. So I realized, oh, that's just part of the adventure.
3: And then I think that brings us into our next film, The Ghosts of the Marquis de Sade.
1: Lyciennes, что бы вы отдали, чтобы привести возлюбленного из периода романтизма? Маркиз де Сад. Звучит по-французски. Французы самые лучшие любовники. Они изобрели поцелуи. Хорошо, договорились. Сегодня ночью вызываем дух маркиза де Сада. Мы предлагаем тебе наши тела, но если бы ты мог научить нас своим любовным секретам. Маркиз де Сада. Я Маркиз ce que c'est
4: ça? Ah! Ah! Il был изобретателем садизма. Маркиз Десак мёртв уже сотни лет, и если он кого-либо насилует, то только лишь на
1: небесах. Это так романтично.
3: Right. So this one uh, starts with uh, girls reading romance stories to each other on, on the couch and then uh, and then complaining just about how bad all their boyfriends are. And so and what it would be like if they brought back a romantic lover um, from the past. And so supposedly like these these actresses, um, they were one of them was a real actress, the main one, and then uh, two of them were prostitutes that Yakov hired to be in the movie. <laughs> but I challenge you to find out which was which, because I could not tell from watching. <laughs>
2: <Here can> I guy. <laughs>
3: uh, but uh so uh to bring this this romantic lover back from the past the seance is suggested and uh, they choose uh from random someone someone from this uh like romance through the ages book um they they talk about Casanova are Don Juan, but they settle on the Marquis de Sade because he sounds French. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that, that that made me laugh too, because like right after that happens, uh, the window gets blown open from the wind. Who and I'm like, what did M. Night Shyamalan's uh, The Happening just uh, blow in here from the the trees?
3: <laughs> yeah, and and like they um they all like show some thigh to to entice him. To
1: come on
2: in. whoever that actress was that does the uh ghost blowjob performance deserves an honor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, it's so that kind of leads into
3: like the next scene. So, like, they the girls they give up, they're like, the ghost isn't gonna show up, and so um, <laughs> they all they all go to bed with their vibrators, and uh, one girl she passes out in the seance circle, and uh. And the ghost removes her nightie and starts choking her. And she gives him a blow job and is strung up by her wrist and whipped. But it's like all a ghost. And it's also, keep in mind, while we're describing this, it's very low budget acting, probably with not a real actor. So <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: it just is
3: so comical.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would say... Uh... I think uh, the character name is Luba uh, with the vibrator is actually the smartest one in the whole movie because she's like, screw you guys. I'm going to use the vibrator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then also I get, you could tell uh, the vibration of the lips is uh, (laughs) like (laughs) Yakov.
1: Yeah.
3: And then, so, and then in the, the, the morning all the girls are up and the the one who was choked uh she now has black eyes and and bruises and they discover now that um that from their book that they found the market aside from is that he discovered sadism the the tortured one leaves and the next night the one of the girls has trouble sleeping so she convinces her friend to let her sleep in the same bed and uh Yeah, the scared one, she's snoring and and her lips are vibrating. So the other girl just uh, sits on her face, (laughs) which that's (laughs) just a pretty (laughs) funny scene. And so uh, they start making whoopee and uh, a breeze rolls in and uh, she becomes possessed by the Marques de Sade. And uh she bites she bites her breasts and, and then pushes a broom handle up her butt and it goes out her mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah, talk <laughs> about some great effects there.
3: <laughs> you know, the good old force perspective. Uh... <laughs> But now, it's still so funny because that's like a through line in several trauma movies. Like we even did that in Poultry Guys. We had a mop go up uh, someone's butt and out their mouth.
1: <laughs> so
3: <laughs> actually, no, it went out their, their pee pee. But <laughs> then she has the, the broom going in and out of her butt and mouth. And uh, <laughs> she's burned by a clothes iron. Uh, the ghost leaves her body and she passes out. And it turns out the ghost and the inventor of sadoma- of masochism saves them <laughs> and uh and he wants the the girls to do what the ghost of the market decided to them as a payment
2: apparently the ghost is a freak
3: because yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's not a lot of nudity in this one um uh which it sounds like they did shoot it but um they were scared from the old Soviet days of getting harassed, and it sounded like Yakov did get harassed a little bit. So he erased the nudity from from his recordings, which is uh, too bad because, like, I feel like this one could have benefited some of the gags with that. But mm-hmm. um, it, it also just kind of shows um, make making movies, you know, not in the United States <laughs> where we kind of take all that for granted. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't want to end up in." Like some dank dungeon-y prison for shooting a comical sex scene
2: with with boobies. yeah, it shows that he's a true rebel and an artist because he could have face some type of crime for it, you know
3: yeah and and you know listening to his commentaries, it's not the first time that he's ever felt threatened, you know, just kind of with that part of the world and the subject matter that he's filming, which is it's just pretty interesting to see that they, they can still be just as dirty in in the Ukraine as uh <laughs> as anywhere <laughs> else <laughs> and then onto that let's go into the next one vanity insanity
4: yakov levy presents mm-hmm. a love story
1: mm-hmm.
4: between a girl and her mirror <laughs> <laughs> Love is never simple, especially when you have a lesbian roommate who is lustful and jealous and will stop at nothing to get the pleasure that she desires. It's a love triangle like you've never seen it before. Lena! Now available on a hot, sexy, sweaty DVD disc.
3: All right. So, um, this one, uh, there's like this dark haired girl. And, well, I think before I really dive into it, this one feels probably the most straightforward of any Yaakov Levy movie. Yeah. Like, I
2: definitely love the peak credits. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, like this one, you could kind of tell he was like, this is going to be like my big budget break into the industry movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about this, uh, dark haired girl she comes out as a lesbian and and you know she says she loves this person but it's revealed that she's talking to herself in a mirror um and then we cut to this blonde girl and uh she's super hot uh and she's also talking to herself and just making out with herself in the mirror
2: (laughs) yeah i love uh uh yeah at the beginning i love being me and i get to be me 24 hours a day (laughs) yes (laughs) yes <laughs> um the mirror she's
3: talking into it's very ornate ornate and she said it was once owned by a movie star from the 20s um who ended up killing herself because she uh went insane from just looking at herself in this mirror the whole time <laughs> i'm terrible at movies in general but i can't remember the name of like the blonde or the dark-haired girl so just my notes are like blonde and dark haired girl. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, Le- Lena is the dark haired girl. Okay. I, I remember in the first beginning scenes, I'm like, man, she really loves that comb and brush. <laughs> because she's, uh, imitating. Uh, K- Keisha, Kusha? The, the blonde.
3: Well, speaking of yeah. loving, loving that brush comes this scene. <laughs> 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 um, so, so the dark-haired girl says she has plans because the blonde is going out for a date, and uh, and uh, the dark-haired girl starts doing dirty things with the blonde's uh, hairbrush. <laughs> um, and so the the blonde she comes home, but she uh, after all that, and she's just transfixed by her reflection in the mirror, and she dances and kisses and and rubs on the mirror. Um, and, and then in the it's the morning and the blonde is sleeping next to the mirror and there's like kissy marks all over the mirror. <laughs> and so, you know, she blonde wakes up late um, because the dark hair girl's like, hey, I want to go uh, to this lecture at the college uh, with you. And so the blonde just takes forever because she's just changing and looking at herself in the mirror and uh an outfit gets thrown over the mirror and the trance is broken and she's like okay she looks fine and they both go out they return have fun and uh the the dark-haired girl she uh, returns home and she is looking in the mirror and uh she she starts licking and kissing and having sex with the mirror <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that baseline (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) this this was one of those scenes i was like nervous for the actress i was like oh god don't i hope that mirror doesn't like shatter underneath her or something
2: yeah you know you know what's funny is like i even though i love yeah underground and independent and trash cinema like things like that still makes me like Cringe is probably the, the wrong word, but I'm still like, ooh, even I want to turn away. Like, ooh, you're making me feel like, you know.
3: <laughs> like something really bad's about to happen.
1: <laughs> not
2: not
3: intentional. It's like we're gonna see like a big shard of glass like go through her hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like uh I feel like my reaction of ooh is like a, a genuine, real reaction of like the cinema. And it's like, you know. Even though this stuff is so lowbrow, uh, cheap or whatever, you know, um, negative word you want to use for it, it's actually making us feel the same as if it were like a big $300 million Jurassic Park 97 Dominion Island or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And, and it's all because we see the dark-haired girl watching the blonde-haired girl rubbing herself <laughs> with whipped cream on the mirror, yeah. like straddling this mirror. And uh the dark haired girl is definitely enjoying herself. Um, and uh she's uh she's watching and and uh the blonde-haired girl notices that the dark-haired girl has stolen her thong <laughs> to uh <laughs> to bludger herself with. So she yells at the dark-haired girl and she runs off and then the blonde hair girl gets transfixed with the mirror again and so uh, the From dark hair
2: gets uh, special effects too with yeah the,
3: uh... cuz they're like they're like talking back and forth um like in the mirror <laughs> so and what, one of the few like really inspired bits of of the movie and so the uh dark hair girl grabs a hammer and she sees like the two blondes talking to each other and she smashes the mirror <laughs> And um, and the blonde says, thank you for saving her. But uh, it turns out she actually has a face on the back of her head and it laughs.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Talk about uh, like the original uh, malignant. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's like uh, (laughs) Yakov Levy's malignant. (laughs) And he says he hates this movie the most and he had a just a terrible time filming this movie and i feel like that kind of comes across while watching the movie cuz it it's just like the least amount of fun of any of his movies
2: but... no yeah i would say the theme is very like uh depressing and like, uh, uh, like
3: the best part is when you know that whole like her having sex with the mirror and the girl <laughs> watching it. And he said that part was, was, uh, came up with like on the spot like that day with like the whipped cream. And he's like, that's everybody's favorite part. And that was the only part that wasn't like scripted. And it's, it's like, well, you know, I, I feel like he kind of knows his, uh, strong suits with that. And the serious lesbian dramedy is probably not. Not the thing. <laughs> but, uh... Alright. I think now yeah, we're on the last of the Yaka films. Killer Bra.
0: Dear viewers, what is the greatest threat facing humanity? Who is truly our most evil enemy? Killer sharks, killer lions, killer robots, killer monkeys, killer tomatoes, killer baboons, killer condoms. But... The worst killer of all.
4: I got the most awesome
1: bra! <inaudible> <laughs>
0: <staircase> yes, the bra is the Osama bin Laden of all undergarments. It's the killer bra. 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 The most leave the
4: lottery, the world It's the killer bra. It's killer bra. It's the killer bra. It's the killer bra. It's the killer bra. It's the
1: killer bra. Bra. It's to die for.
3: Killer bra. It's the killer bra. It's the killer bra. The killer bra. <laughs> yeah, no, the song the song that this movie starts out with is kind of like the killer tomatoes, uh, but like surf, like a surf uh killer tomatoes theme song. <laughs> this song is fire, you
2: know.
3: Yeah. Doc- <laughs> it it uh Definitely has like one of the bigger scopes of uh, of Yakov's movies. Um, and this is, you know, he also says it's his final film. So the movie starts with, uh, you know, this pretty fun killer bra song. And it's going through a clothing shop and it uh, goes on to a girl who's trying on bras, which it hits my quota of having nudity in the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> and and then uh her and another girl they fight over a pink and black polka dot bra and uh one of the girls falls down some stairs and dies and one of the one of my favorite lines in the movie, uh, someone yells, move out of the way, I'm a student nurse.
2: <laughs> oh my god, we must be on the same wavelength because I have that written down as well. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: like if they someone said they were a doctor and nurse, I probably would not have remembered that at all. <laughs> so um, the the main girl ends up getting the bra and uh she shows it off to her friends and and one friend wants to borrow it because she has a big date. Um and so uh guy shows up and he is the wish dot com version of Ryan Reynolds
0: <laughs>
3: and I'm not I'm not gonna say this lightly but if you go through the entire library of Troma's films this gentleman Overacts more than anybody in <laughs> any single trauma movie that they have ever put out from inception to present day. <laughs> he <laughs> he has, you know, more facial expressions than Jim Carrey, and he uses every single one of them
2: every single second the camera is on him. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's so memorable to us with all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, wherever that lead actor is, um, <laughs> God bless him. <them. laughs> so, um,
3: so the girl's friend, she, she's getting dressed, uh, but the bra, it goes missing. And so, uh, the topless friend, uh, she gets, uh, tripped by the bra. <laughs> <laughs> and so the annoying guy, he, uh, he goes to try to take the the bra off of her and he uh cuts his finger <laughs> and, which is uh,
2: a pretty scary thing
3: yeah <laughs> and uh. and so uh so they they're eating soup and she's wearing this bra and it's making her boobies bounce all over the place and because her boobs are bouncing all over the place he is making every single facial expression that he can <laughs> at the time <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so she gets embarrassed and she runs off to the bathroom and she takes off her bra and she's fighting with it and it wraps around her head and it ends up uh hanging her <laughs> and so the the boyfriend thinks that she's just being kinky
2: yeah he's uh he goes you're so fucking kinky <laughs> yeah <laughs> um
3: and and then uh the cops, they you know, they rule it a suicide, but the boyfriend blames himself. And um, you know, one one of the friends, she wants to get the bra, but the main girl wants to keep it because she doesn't want to lose her
2: her best friend and her best bra too. <laughs> so the killer bra, like the voice, I'm sure it's Yakov, but it reminds me so much of the baby from Dead Alive. Yeah, uh, especially the scene when the. um when he's in the uh, the park and he's like punching the baby and trying to keep it quiet, and yeah. Then get, and then it falls in the uh, the care or the the stroller and it's all like,
1: ee- yeah,
2: going yeah. So th- that that's what my rant was about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely.
3: And the dude's acting kind of reminds me a little bit of Lionel from Dead Alive as well, just oh, like okay. how cartoony yeah or cartoony he is um so the girl she goes to bed and hangs the bra on the door handle and it cr- crawls off off and uh, covers the face of her friend and suffocates her so uh the main girl takes the bra off the off of uh her friend's face and realizes that she died so she calls the the guy back over for help and uh she tells him about all the deaths and uh he's he says well get rid of the bra, uh, but the bra attacks her, um, and and it tightens around her. So he rips off her shirt, and the bra cuts him. <laughs> so <laughs> now she's topless for the pretty much the rest of the movie. Um, and yeah, he cuts the the bra strap with a knife, and the bra flies away. <laughs> and uh, so the this now like the they when they're filming this, it looks like they just have like the bra and like some fishing line and they just kind of fling it all around the house. And uh, the bra attacks him, wraps around his face and flies off, attacks a girl. And the guy grabs a knife and antagonizes the bra. And then he stabs it right through the cup. And, uh, and then he, 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 throws the bra down and it climbs on his head and it uh, throws him over a balcony. And uh, then and then I show up in the movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and me, me, Richard, and one of my other friends, Kafaro. Uh, so we we're friends with Yaakov at this point, and he asked us to film. I I think he's out of the country or something, so he asked us to film. Um, you know, a, a body like flying over a balcony and splatting on the ground, but um, we didn't want to do a splat. We wanted to do something sillier, so we had this really terrible dummy that we threw over a balcony and uh we had it get up and we're like and then it should get hit by a train like a looney tunes cartoon so we sent him a proof of concept and that's um the guy standing up at the end is actually richard who gets hit by the train (laughs) Uh, and not
2: the guy (laughs) yeah that that stuff is so hilarious especially uh is it the outtakes at the end where it gets thrown too early. They're like, oh, shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah, like, we had to do a few takes, and, like, we filmed that at a friend's apartment, we had to keep, like, running this dummy up, like, three flights of stairs. We're like, this sucks. <laughs> Let's get it right this time. Um,
2: that is too funny and too cute.
3: <laughs> but yeah so that's you know my lame claim to fame in this movie <laughs> is that uh i was like well i gotta watch the killer bra kill somebody and uh <laughs> and i i'm wearing a brujeria shirt in and, a and, uh, reference to the tromeo and Juliet soundtracks so, <laughs> so it all kind of fits in somehow supposedly um but so then the girlfriend, she starts uh, fighting this bra. She bites it. She burns it with an iron. She puts it in a blender and it chops it all up. And then just tiny little bits of the bra, um, starts flying around. So she grabs a dust buster and sucks it all up. And then the bra fights her from inside of the vacuum. And so she puts it, the whole thing in her purse and she brings it outside and sets it on fire. And then, uh, Pink smoke goes into the air, and it turns out it was actually a ghost of the woman who fell down the stairs. <laughs> uh, very annoying to kill, kill it kind of reminded me of uh, the sorcerer's apprentice in uh, yeah. in Fantasia. <laughs> how many times he killing that uh,
2: mop, <laughs> but and then I, I, I like at the very end, uh, it kind of just, um, uh uh returns to the beginning like uh you know i saw it first that's my bra kind of yeah. thing. yeah <laughs>
3: um this is yakov's last movie and uh he says that he has no plans to make any more films after this unless somebody pays him to make another movie so what, what oh. do you think about that
2: I think you and I got to get some money together and figure out how to make this fucker make it a movie. No.
3: <laughs> I I'd agree. Yeah, I agree. Cause I want, I want to see another Yakov movie. His comics are a nice supplement, but
2: yeah. uh, his,
3: his filmmaking voice is too
2: good to not make another movie. Nope. Maybe we could get a, get it with refuse films. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: uh do you have any final thoughts on uh, the filmmaking career of Yaakov
2: Levy? Uh, final thoughts. That's a great question. I would kind of like what you were reiterating earlier is uh he shouldn't stop. Uh he's you know, he's still a young man. Um but um basically uh yeah he is the the Tromoville John Waters. Yeah, and 100%. It's... Yeah,
3: and he—I I know he's probably gonna listen to this episode because I'm gonna send <laughs> it to him. So, like, don't fucking stop making movies, man. Like, yeah, we'll we'll find a way for you to make another one. Like, the world needs more, especially now in 2022. We need another dirty movie from the
2: Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. Almost- gasoline filled Ukraine film. We
3: Baba <laughs> Allah versus Putin like we need to see that movie <laughs> yeah
2: yeah not Toxy. we need Baba versus Putin
3: <laughs> and Baba would win with, with yeah. uh she'll show up with, with her dirty underpants and gold, silver sparkly vibrator and,
2: yeah. <laughs> and uh, they'll play that annoying ass song that Baba <laughs>
3: <And> Baba Allah <laughs> Well, I think on that, I'm going to play some uh, just uh, filmmaking advice from Yakov.
0: Give give us some advice to the young uh, would-be filmmakers, Yakov Levy. Filmmaking is not rewarding. You will spend money. You will
4: sweat and see nothing but problems and months sometimes in post-production. So don't get into this for anything except the compulsion to make films because you're not likely. That's, a, you know, that could be the end. begin. That's all you might get. And... Uh, I I find it to be a thankless, thankless uh, job and I don't know why I even do it, but I feel compelled and it sort of gives me meaning. And I guess sometimes I feel happy when I have it done. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's, I guess, I think the things that make you happy the most also piss you off the most. Pain and joy, you know, raising a kid, you know, pain in the ass, but it's what you love the most. In my case, my kids are Baba Allah and Penisella. sadly.
3: Alright, well onto that We're into the double feature section And what is the film that you picked For your double feature
2: I picked the classic From Todd
1: Solondz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always butcher his name But welcome <laughs> to the
1: dollhouse Don, let me put it to you straight We're not
0: here to get you But you've got to understand You're in junior high now goes in the computer on your record. Hey Vina, what are you looking at?
1: Nothing. You didn't come in here to wash your hands. Yes, I did. Hi Dawn. (laughs) We were just wondering, are you a lesbian? (laughs) Brandon, I can't be your girlfriend. I'm in love with someone else. Who? Steve Rogers. He's in
0: high school. Who's Steve Rogers? Well,
1: Steve Rogers is only like one of the most popular guys in class. You will fall in love with me. You will take me away from this place. Dawn,
0: for you. I'm thinking of using this one for my first album cover.
1: Oh, Steve, they're all so beautiful.
0: You better get ready.
1: Steve! I have to talk to you. Well, Steve is horny. How horny? He'd go out with anyone as long as it was a girl and willing. You mean, have of course? Duh. So welcome to the dark. You're her older sister, and Missy loves you. I love you. You do not. I do, do not. Th- you are not leaving this table until you tell your sister that you love her. What do you think about girls? What, are you kidding? I want to get into a good school. Were you playing with my dolls?
2: Don Wiener, isn't that the greatest name in cinematic history? I mean, um, maybe Baba is her mother, um, because those are the, the great, two greatest names in cinema. You know, probably my favorite quote from that film is, uh, when Dawn tells the bully, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Sexton II, or III, I, I think's his real name, he's in, uh, I remember him in Empire Records and, uh, Boys Don't Cry. Uh, yeah, and Don Wiener. God, that name's so cool. Don wiener says uh, to Brandon, You think you're so cool, you think you're hot shit, but you're just cold diarrhea. <laughs> and uh, also, I remember Brandon uh, telling Don, uh, Prepare to be raped. Uh, but I picked the film because I figured, you know, it was too obvious if I go with uh, John Waters, Pink Flamingos, or uh, Harmony Corinne Gummo. Um, I picked the movie because it is actually one of my favorite films. Um, that rock song that constantly plays through it and uh dawn clenches her fist almost like it's a arthur meme um there's just so much about that film that uh influences me still to this day and uh especially the the ending haunting scene with uh dawn on the bus as she's going off to uh i think it's camp or middle school or, and uh, they're singing that song and it's just really uh you know i can relate to shit like that for sure <laughs> this was like the first todd salons
3: movie i ever saw and i i probably Me saw too. it like like when i was like in like 6th or 7th grade like whenever it first came out on video and like it was such a formative movie in like my early movie going years i saw this even before i even heard of what trauma was and before i even got into watching horror movies really so So like it, like it was definitely a formative film for me growing up.
2: Yeah, I actually uh, not sound like too much a nerd, but in my film class in in college, uh, Todd, butcher the name again, (laughs) Solans. (laughs) Solon's I should know it because basically it's a
3: goofy spelling
2: name. (laughs) (laughs) Is he Jewish, like Lloyd? (laughs) But. Uh, basically he was the director I was given for my, uh, my papers I did do on in the class. And so I watched, um, uh, happiness and welcome to the dollhouse. And ever since then I've been hooked and a big fan of his and follow of everything he's kind of done. So, well with mine,
3: I went with, uh, the 2013 film by David Wendt, uh, wetlands,
0: Hast du Hunger? Hygiene wird bei mir klein geschrieben. Je dreckiger die Toilette, desto besser. Da ich mich innerlich sehr gegen das Rasieren lehre, mache ich das immer zu schnell und zu doll. (Sie) (Sie)
4: Professor Dr. Nox ist mein Name. Oh. Stellen Sie sich immer so vor. Ich bin Robin, Träger. So, kann ich noch irgendjemanden rufen? Ihre Eltern? Nein. Ich habe hier noch eine Beruhigungstablette für Sie. Hat deine
0: Freundin auch so Wirkreizprobleme?
4: Die macht sich nicht so viel aus Oralsex.
0: Ich oft Realität, Lüge und Traum durcheinander werfe.
3: so much like much like you I would also my first impulse was to go with the John Waters movie and I would have probably picked Desperate Living but Oh. Also also like you like it's like it's just too obvious um to pick a John Waters movie and honestly any of John Waters early stuff will pair perfectly with shameless tasteless mm-hmm. so like but that that was easy so i wanted to kind of scratch my my brain and see like what other stuff that i just remember watching that was gross and this is like a gross german <laughs> movie about like a girl who just doesn't really care about hygiene and she's like licking like old cum off of dirty punk rock bathroom toilets and and uh, she she uh ends up in the hospital for shaving her asshole wrong and uh but she doesn't she she you know just keeps scratching it and popping the the scabs open and just keeps getting infected and then you know letting the male nurse have his way with her so he keeps getting her more infected and it's just disgusting and it's a fun romantic comedy <laughs> so uh, about
2: some of the filthiest people in Germany. <laughs> yeah. You know, you remind me two things I want to, to uh, talk about. One with the German thing, but um, you reminded me of why I picked Welcome to the Dollhouse. And it has a great song, you know, Welcome to the Dollhouse, yeah. which is sung by the guy who is the lead in resident evil with mila jehovich the first resident evil i i wish i knew his actor's name i'll get it to you but uh any rate uh that song kind of like the baba song is very similar yeah and then, and then also uh the german thing is tower rats as of yesterday got accepted to a festival in berlin for uh too drunk to watch a punk festival in berlin
3: that's awesome well and, and didn't and you played another festival recently right or just accepted to uh was it like indonesia or
2: oh yeah so okay he made some troma movies and um Yeah, he included my Tower Rats in a festival in Indonesia where he played like a lot of uh, his Trauma Now films and independent films. But it was kind of like a little little trauma thing in Indonesia, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, cool, man.
3: I think on that we should start to uh, wrap this up. Where can people follow you on the social medias?
2: oh boy well basically look me up at at kw zombie z-o-m-b-i like the lucio fulci zombie and you'll be able to find me
3: awesome and then for me you can find me on uh, twitter and instagram at lego larry you can find the show on twitter at talking trauma and as always stay traumatized